Here we go! Hey there, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And you are tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN morning show and a proud member of the LTN Podcast Network. Uh, like I just said, not, not more than five seconds ago, I'm Bubba, in case you have forgotten. Um, and who am I? What a great question. Who, who are you? Who am I? What? Oh, no, stop, stop. We're no? going to get flagged. No, that if that gets flagged, <laughs> I don't know what to say. We're sorry, Casting Crowns. Was that Casting Crowns? Mm, it was either Casting Crowns or Jeremy Camp. And no, I'm definitely sure, not Jeremy or Camp. Or maybe Todd Agnew. No, it's definitely Casting Crowns. Um, or no, Third Day. No, final answer. Locking it in. Um, casting Crowns. Because I've listened to a lot of K-Love in my life. <laughs> a lot. Well, no more. This is, a, this is an LTN radio house. We only listen to LTN radio. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually, I said a lot in my life, but I actually didn't say a lot lately Yeah, because it's been a minute. We also just don't listen to um, Caleb very often. No, but I used to because um, in, so back when li- we lived in New Mexico. I remember. We had several radio stations, uh, Christian radio stations. Mm-hmm. One of them was awesome. And Do you remember what that one was called? M88. M88. And okay. it used to be K-Lite back in the day. K-L-Y-T. K-Lite. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it was M88. So that was, you know, your Christian, yeah. like, rock and alternative, like, punk and screamo and Legit, <laughs> rap. Legit, like, LTN Radio uh-huh. is... Was inspired by... It's as close as Matt could possibly get. Yeah. To... <laughs> it was one of the few shining gems of New Mexico, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think it's because I'm bearing the lead. I'm Bubba. I'm one of the founders of LTN. Um, This is my wife, Anna. Um, She's super awesome and great as well. Yeah. Okay, back to M88. So um, one of the cool things I think about it and why it was able to run the way that it it ran was because it wasn't part of a conglomerate. Yeah, it was it was of out independent. Of, it, w- well, it was out of Calvary Chapel of Albuquerque. Like, yeah, their campus mm-hmm. was the host of the radio station, and so in Albuquerque, this this was kind of like the first for me, the first big thing that a church did that only the church did. Like, there there wasn't an outside entity or an organization or mm-hmm. something like some nationwide whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, Calvary Chapel is a nationwide, you know. Uh, church chain, <laughs> I guess you could say that. Uh, Get your own franchise. Franchise, yeah. <laughs> um, and you, know, you guys don't need, don't need to know any of this, but like Skip Heitzig was the one who's you know kind of started all that stuff, and he was back and forth between like California and Albuquerque. If you could be in two weirder spots um, at you know almost the same point of time. I mean, they're not weird. Albuquerque. Landscape wise, I mean, they both have deserty areas. I would dare any one of our listeners who did not grow up in New Mexico, or maybe even some that did, to spell Albuquerque. I I know some of them who can. Well, no, you don't, Mm because it's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's the final word in any spelling bee. It has a Q. It has two Qs. It has a lot of Qs in it. It has more Qs than any one word should. That's true. But anyway, yeah, but 
So that was a cool radio station. Oh, However, yeah. I worked in a yarn shop, which Ooh, what my family segue. owned. Yeah. And um, that was a little intense, probably for the average knitter. I don't not, know. That- I'm not saying every, like all knitters, because I mean, there are some super cool knitters, but most of the people coming into our shop would have been probably less than thrilled to listen to that. Well, it was like yarn shop and there were cross stitch supplies and things like that. So can you just imagine like cross stitching your little um, fl- flower angels were very popular at that point in time. Um, and so, you know, you're your, your flower angel or whatever while listening to like <laughs> <laughs> MXPX or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. so that was awesome about New Mexico. You know, it was not awesome about New Mexico. Where do you want to start? The flies. Flies. Because that's, yeah. yeah. We're, we're dealing with some flies and it reminds me of New Mexico a little bit. And I was telling my sister this on the phone the other day. Um, so our part of New Mexico, people who love to live in New Mexico and think New Mexico is an awesome state, didn't live where we lived. Yeah. Or you could almost argue haven't lived anywhere else. (laughs) Well, some of them, I mean, some of them are like, oh, New Mexico is so cool. And they're thinking of like Cloudcroft and Ruidoso and, you know, McDonald's and Roswell. Closer to California, or not Cal? I said California, what? and I meant Colorado. They this, both start with C. It's this woman fine. teaches geography to my children. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> um, any Colorado, yeah. um, the mountainous, the cool, beautiful area, ski slope. Did you say areas. Taos? Taos, Angel Fire, yeah. Red River, the North. Yeah. yeah. Um, any North, pick your North. Or even up closer to like Utah and stuff. I'm sure is like Four Corners area. Cool. Uh, our part was not like that, and it um, was like feed yard and dairy central. Yes. Which brings flies. No, only like, all of them. A lot. <laughs> and so our house was built in like the 1960s and was sealed like, you know, it was not built in the 1960s. Our, not our no. house. We didn't my, have an my, our house. No, yes, we were. No. But... But my family's house. Mm. Um, and so... It had an intercom in the bathroom. It did. Yeah. Our house was, I mean, kind of retro cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think we appreciate... I mean, well, we did I appreciate how... There intercom. was a record player that was like just Built folded the out house, of the yeah. wall. Um, we never played a record on it. I don't know if it would actually play records, but it had a full intercom system mm-hmm. in the house. So you could just uh, talk to anybody. Did it work? I don't even yes. remember. Yes, I don't, I don't think did. I ever used it. I think I was too scared to use it. <laughs> it did work. We need more toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ask myself, like, why would you need... Why would you need an intercom system in the bathroom? Well, think I'm about like, all please those houses. don't talk to me in the bathroom. Think about please. all those houses that had like a landline right next to the pot. <laughs> Who needs that? That's that, that's where I go to answer telemarketer calls. Hold, hold please. Let me take it in the office. Flush. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, stop. No, it also had carpet. You need to continue. We're talking about flies here. I don't know what you want me. It was all kinds of stuff. It was a weird house. 
But oh, carpet in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 anyway, it had flies. And I mean, so many flies that I just developed this hatred of them. I hate them so, so much. And I know a lot, like nobody likes flies, but I really hate them. And I'm really good at killing them. You're, yeah. But there just reaches this point where the fly population is so high that it doesn't matter how good you are at killing them. <laughs> yeah. And we have reached that point in our house right this now. One, this and house. I don't know why. It has just been really, really, really intense. And so we have gone to some extreme measures mm -hmm. recently. Like we talked about this in the st in our stream the other day. Oh, yeah. We're like, yeah, yeah. can you guys see the flies in here? <laughs> in the, in the me, house. It, yeah. And I can't, like, our house, again, that we're currently in is pretty poorly sealed. And I know they just kind of, they just fly in the front door, whether yeah. it's closed or open. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even knock. They just no, come they, right on in. Um, But... Yeah. So we got, we have, how many different ways of killing yeah. flies did um, we? I purchased the other day, mm. let's see, I bought fly bait. I bought um, two indoor fly traps. Sticky traps. Sticky traps. I bought one sticky outdoor trap that the only thing it Doesn't caught work was at all. leaves. Um, <laughs> I'm confused the, about that I, one. It didn't smell or anything. They were just, just like. like Here's the here's the sticky hey, Ted, thing. Hey Ted, don't fly next to that thing. <laughs> and you know, it wasn't bright or nothing. No, no. There was no attraction. Nothing to attract. Um, and then we also had previously some outdoor fly traps that were like little bowls that you would put stank uh -huh. in. And, and it the and Facebook said they worked awesome and people they do not. I think they probably caught twenty flies. That they do not. No, no. Yeah, I think that one. No out, way. I think that one out front caught twenty flies. Maybe because you were like over hey. the span of months. Then we bought the one of those ones. disgusting. Ones? I mean, just the ones rotten that have dead. <laughs> Yeah, you like the bag full of liquid that smells like something died. Yes, and yes, it is magical. And I legit, I was hanging that thing. I was hanging that thing in the tree in the front yard, and flies were swarming me as I was hanging it. <laughs> the bag says it might take two to five hours to fully dissolve. Mm -hmm. uh, those flies were thirsty; like they <laughs> did not wait for nobody. They wait for no man, and I, it has already murdered hundreds, hun, hundos, hundreds of flies, several hundos of flies. Yeah. And I sometimes I just go out there and just like watch it. I know it's mesmerizing. I'm a little bit like I don't know what's in that bait, but whatever it is, it's got like this effervescent quality to it. They um, love it. That it's like bubbling in there. Oh, yeah. It's active. It's like the goo in Ghostbusters. You don't know what I'm talking about because... I have seen it, but it's been yeah. a minute. And also, I don't care about it as much as you do. I'm just going to pretend like you didn't say that. I said, I mean, I know that you care about Words it. Words hurt, mister. Okay. I know that you care about it. It just wasn't part of my... I didn't get a Ghostbuster costume for... Did you didn't didn't you dress up as yeah. a Ghostbuster? Maybe we can talk about that later. That's a whole <laughs> we don't we're like out of time in this segment as it is. Stop yelling at me, clock. Yeah. Um, but anyway. we anyway we're murdering flies, and we just yes. wanted everybody to know it's because there are a lot of people that come to our house by this. I feel embarrassed by it because I'm like I don't get why there's so many. It doesn't bother us when there's nobody here. <laughs> 
No, I'm still bothered.、You're, Remember、mm, that one time I said I hate flies. You do hate, hate them, them but hate them. but you. It's like when somebody's coming over and then you start to clean like、right? crazy. Yeah, you've just added to your cleaning process. Murder, yeah, murdering all. Yeah, yeah, because flies are shameful,、yeah. disgusting. We don't know what what's happening. I know they live in the front yard. Mm-hmm, we put、mm-hmm. one in the backyard, and it, it's, it's caught maybe it's twenty or something like that. Animals. That's probably、yeah. what it is. I moved it closer to the house, which I moved <clears> that one、oh, far away from the house. At first, I put it in the back tree. Just when guests come over, put it up. No, when guests come over, I just got to tell the kids not to hit it like a freaking pinata, because <laughs> that would suck. That would be terrible. <laughs> that would be so gross. We just have to have that conversation. I don't know if we've, we've even had it with our children, but. Do you think that they would like with、I、the way it smells that、I、they would even want to? You, well, here's the deal: unless you're like downwind of it, you don't smell it. That's true. So if Levi <laughs> gets on the opposite side of it and is like, "Let's see what happens when I hit this with a also, stick," he climbs trees a lot. <sighs> he better not. <laughs> you might need to have a conversation. I, well, I don't <laughs> want to draw attention to it too. So, like, this is the this is the the knife, right? This is the sharp edge of parenting, like. <laughs> What do you do? What do you and don't you tell them not to do and give them ideas of? So I don't know. A fly just flew in front of my face. I don't know what to say. You guys probably heard it. That's like the, that's the sound I hear in my nightmares. Oh man! Hey, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We're gonna take a short break, but don't go anywhere because Church Nerds will be right back, right here on LTN Radio. Or on your podcast listening space of choice, and today we're going to be talking about deception in gaming. This is a community question by our、mm-hmm. good friend Luke Filipiak. Filipiak. I've、um, started calling him Filipiak. Filipiak. Because it's like Frost Loop and Filipiak、uh, all in one. Did you say Loop? Loop. You said Loop. Man, I had a good thing going. Well, Filipiak. I think when I read the word Filipiak, I or hear it. I think it's an organization. Like it sounds like a group, or maybe like it could be a book of the not Bible, not like a family name. First, yes, first definitely and like Philippiac. a. Well, it sounds like maybe it it could be like Greek or something, or you know. Well, it's and- all Greek to me. That's that's all I know. <laughs> hey, stick right here on LTN Radio, and we'll be back after this short break with deception in gaming. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. Amazon's big leap into the gaming industry, the online third-person shooter Crucible, is on its way out. Crucible had been in development since 2014 and launched on May 20th of this year. It was initially free to play and download, but offered a number of in-game purchases. And we all know how the gaming community feels about the freemium pricing model. How <laughs> fat! Due to criticism, lukewarm reviews, and multiple server issues, a little over a month later, it was yanked from digital storefronts and returned to a closed beta state. The team that created the game largely blamed COVID lockdowns in Seattle for not allowing them to bring this game up to its full potential. Given that the move from offices to working from home came with such short notice, ever since Amazon acquired Twitch in 2014, it's been chasing its own stream-worthy game. But Crucible won't be it. Those who are still in the closed beta will be able to. Play until the game servers are closed on November 
Sega has plans to release more mini consoles than it's already announced in the near future, and the much-beloved Sega Dreamcast could be next. In an interview with Famitsu, as reported by Silicon Era, Sega creative producer Yosuke Okunari hinted that Sega is thinking about producing a Dreamcast mini device. Okunari said, I think for the next one, we may go with a concept close to the Mega Drive Mini. If I have to say some names, it could be an SG-1000 Mini or a Dreamcast Mini. The Sega Dreamcast was Sega's last home console. Released on September 9th, 1999, the Sega Dreamcast was critically acclaimed for its power, amazing library of games, and revolutionary concepts, including the rapid advancement for online play via console. However, due to the incredible launch of and reception to the PS2 at the time, the struggle to gain support from third-party studios pretty much caused Sega to bow out of gaming consoles altogether in 2001. A Dreamcast Mini could be a big win for retro gamers who long to play games they no longer have access to from that era. However, many notable franchises are still going today, such as the 2K series and the Marvel-themed games. Gaining the rights to add those popular franchises to the device might prove difficult. And at that point, is it worth it? And lastly, in a season that is seeing literally every regal cinema close up its doors, Disney is continuing to release its new movies on its streaming service. You may recall the first movie to be added was Onward, as lockdowns came in just as it was premiering. More recently, Mulan joined the service, though you had to pay $30 extra to watch it, and it wasn't worth it. The new Pixar film, Soul, which centers on a jazz musician voiced by Jamie Foxx, who passes before his time, but in the afterlife may find his true calling by celebrating the need for a soulful life was originally set to debut in theaters on november 20th but now instead will be premiering on disney plus on christmas day and yes it's a gift no 30 dollar paywall here it will be available to all subscribers That is going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I've been Station Manager Matt, and this is LTNN. Hey, and welcome back to Church Nerds on LTN Radio, the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you found us. We are just glad that you are here. And today we're going to talk about a question that our good friend Frost Falupiak, that's as he's affectionately called around. Falupiak now? Yeah, well, Falukiak. Falupiak? Falukiak. No, Falupiak, because it's Falipiak. Falupiak. Falupiak. Because you get Frost, Luke. And Philippiac. Philippiac. Yeah. I had a good thing going. You just ruined it. Don't hey, listen, I'm I'm the word guy, all right? Are you though? Yeah, I am though. I come up with things. Okay. Anyways. You came up with a good one last week. I forget what it was. It was oh, oh I know. It was a um oh it was something to do with one of the social network things. I don't know. It was probably great though. TikTok. 
TikToksic. TikTok. TikToksic. That's what it was. We got there, guys. We got there. Don't worry about it. Anyway. Well, anyway, this was brought up by our good friend Luke, um, and he shouted at us, tweeted at us on the Tweeterverse. Which is super cool. Love that. Yeah. And people were talking about it in the tweet thread. Yeah. I'm hip. I know what things are. Sweet. Um, so he says, he says, hey, at Church Nerds LTN, which if you didn't know, that's our, our Twitter handle, at Church Nerds LTN. I'd love to hear your thoughts on lying in games like Among Us and Secret Neighbor. Is it fine? Bad? Can it be redeemed? A lot of questions. Just in that voice. Yeah. He, he asked it just like that. Well, that's how I read it because I've been around that's him. That's definitely what I he know, sounds like. I know exactly what For he sure. sounds like. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what we're talking about here is that there are some games, like lying is sometimes used, not lying and deception mm -hmm. are sometimes used as a mechanic in games. And I guess you can take it as far as you want to in some of them. You can just try and deceive without telling actual lies, <laughs> yeah. or you can just straight up say absolutely untrue things yes um and some so like in especially in like social deduction games mm -hmm. and stuff like that sometimes you're not lying lying but you're kind of trying to make it seem like you're somebody else the deception of it all yeah mm -hmm. um so some examples of that include like the ones he talked about among us secret neighbor i thought about secret hitler yeah Secret anything, really. Anything that's secret. If it says secret, it's probably, yeah. Secret secrets are secret, no fun. Secrets. Um, I, I think about... Um, well, we talked about like Grim Masquerade. Yeah, Grim Masquerade. Where you don't really need to lie. But you do need to deceive people. You need to conceal who, yeah... <laughs> Um, I'm a person who justifies deception. You can put what? lipstick on a pig, babe, and all you want. Um, I definitely remember this period of my life where the Lord was dealing with me, where it was like, I was really good at making my parents think something that wasn't true without actually speaking lies. But God was like, um, Anna, come on now. <laughs> the, the, what, the, what is it? The sin of omission. Like the, the things that, that you're of, not yeah. saying. You're just, you were telling the parts of the story that put you in the best light and leaving out some really crucial details that might. I'm just really glad that that didn't get passed on to specifically one of our children. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, anyway. And, and sarcasm, because it absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> But th these uh, I games, think that's kind of a lot of kids deal with that. These though. games thrive on those. And I also think about, I was thinking about uh, Sheriff of Nottingham that I don't know that you ever played, but the whole, the whole kind of concept of that game is that you're trying to get contraband through. I think you, I haven't played it because you told me I would hate playing it. Um, uh, that's fair. Because honest to goodness, I stink at these kinds of games. You're just bad at lying. I am. I am. Which is I a think, virtue. Yeah, well, I think because of all of the dealing that God had with me about lying, I just like, I don't really, I just can't do it, man. Like even I have tried to pull fun pranks on you. You're bad at I'm it. I'm not good at it. Like You're if bad. you can see my face. Game over. There is no, I mean, and really you could take this into poker, I guess. Yeah. Like if you, which is funny because, I mean, I guess Bluffing, poker is yeah. gambling. 
But there are let's, a lot of people who do play poker. Let's just deal with one thing at a time here. <laughs> but just, yeah. So anyway, um, so in certain games, though, like Secret Hiller mm-hmm. and some of them, like specifically Secret Hiller, I'm going to say, and I'm sure While we're the talking Secret about neighbor, Secret what? Hiller, let's, let, let's, talk, let's tell everybody oh, how no. bad you are at lying. <laughs> <laughs> so we were playing Secret Hitler, and uh, on, I know that that the game Secret Hitler is a trigger for some people. Uh-huh. Um, and because Hitler, y- yeah, the whole Nazi thing and making light of it and and all that stuff. And and I don't really even, in my opinion, it's not making light of it. It's I don't want to make concessions for it. Sure, if it's something that triggers you, please just don't play it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a game that does get quite a bit of play around our house. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it's because of the gameplay and we're looking for games that offer that same kind of gameplay that aren't necessarily secret Hitler. Well, there's mafia. I it's always mafia. just hate mafia. <laughs> I think, I think or isn't anyway, there a werewolf, werewolf you know, or? you know, all that stuff. I, I don't think that anything does it the way that Secret Hitler does it. Sure. There, there's a bunch of other games that do it. Anyway, we're playing it Secret is Hitler. intense. I'm just going to say. We're playing Secret Hitler one day, and we're playing it with like our life group. So if that kind of just tells you where our stance <laughs> is on this. Um, but we're playing, and they request to play it. So we're playing they, it with yeah, our life they, group. Yeah. And Anna is positive she has pulled the Hitler card. Because that's, yeah. you get a secret, you know, identity uh-huh. At the beginning of it, you're either a liberal or you're a fascist, a fascist or you're Hitler. Right. And she was certain that she was Hitler and it showed on her face immediately. <laughs> so we were like, cool, going to be a great game. I happen to be a liberal that game. Um, and so we were just going about our business, doing the things that we did. Said, so guess what? Yeah. We're not going to pick Anna. Yeah. That's for dang sure. Tried to like... At the first of it, it was a few turns before it could happen, yeah. but kind of at the first available moment, you killed me off. Oh, absolutely. That's one of the, the, the main uh, mechanics is you get far enough in the game and then you get to- untrustworthy. You get to formally execute somebody is how the game puts it. And mm-hmm. so we were like, oh, game over. Boom. Anna, are you Hitler? And she goes, I yes. think so. No, I'm like, yes, I'm Hitler. So then you pull out your card. I pull out my card. It's not Hitler. <laughs> And so, like, I was a fascist. She was like, "Well, it, it, was, it had a snake on it." I'm like, oh, I "He's not Hitler a snake. Was the snake. He's the lizard." <laughs> it says, and it says Hitler. Hitler on I it. didn't realize that it said Hitler. Never, I mean, I'm just confused. So here's we the, ended up losing that game, by the way. They the did because did. Hitler was like, I totally took the fall for Hitler, and nobody had any clue. Who Hitler was. It was like completely starting at square one. Oh, yeah. A waste of like oh, man. And five we were, turns. And we were legitimately two turns away from Hitler just winning. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like. Ah. And I think that probably the funniest part when I think back on it is like when actual Hitler, you do this thing where, you know, in the beginning where you're supposed to reveal your identity and that kind of thing. Yeah. And when actual Hitler realized that I thought I was Hitler and just what must have been going through her mind. She played flawlessly, (laughs) flawlessly. Um, Anyways, I just, I wanted to kind of open that up because those kinds of games, I think offer very unique play experiences with people around the table. And they're legitimately only as good as the people you play with. That's in the game. But these ones specifically. And if you're bad at lying, if you're bad at lying, me, 
Or if you choose a strategy of honesty, like you can't, you Only decide tell not to, the truth. you cannot win. You will not win. You will not win. Like their honesty is a dead end strategy in some of these games. So here's the deal. That's not 100% true. Matt Wambier, my BFF forever. Uh-huh. He, when he plays uh, Sheriff of Nottingham, he only tells the truth. Uh-huh. Only tells the truth. And of course, that's super sus in a game like this. And so they're, you know, the sheriff is always like, I don't believe you. And if they check your bag and you are right, then all that stuff goes through. Because everybody's and, yeah, just blah, blah, waiting blah. for him to just the one time finally just tell that the one lie. time. And he's like, I, I, I'm serious with you. But then if he's like, here are four four things. I'm sending you know four chickens through. You're like, there's no freaking way you got four chickens, man. Like that's just not a thing. I'll BS, you know. And it's like four chickens, and you're like, dang it, you know. <laughs> and so. So I, I think that there there is. I think a, you're ruining him right now. Anybody who plays Sheriff of Nottingham, with he tells Matt you. Now, he tells you straight out, "I'm going to tell the truth," and you're like, "Liar." Does he only tell the truth because he's against lying in a game? I want him to answer that. Okay, Matt Warmbier, if you're listening, you need to tweet us, or I guess just text Bubba. <laughs> he's on the Twitterverse. Tweet us. Um, All right, so let's get back to it. That, those were kind of just like some stories to to help frame the conversation a little bit. And mm-hmm. honestly, like our our overall stance is we have several deception games and social deduction games in our library. I'm just gonna say I don't like them. I don't. I don't enjoy playing them. Are I don't you enjoy shanghaiing me right now. I don't enjoy this? playing Secret Hitler, and I play it because my friends really like it, and I love them, and so I want to not ruin you know, game nights and stuff, but I'm just terrible. I'm terrible at it. And the angst that I feel, I'm like sweating and like fidgety and it doesn't even matter. Like I just pray in secret Hitler that I am going to be a liberal because (laughs) I just don't like the feeling of being a fascist and having to lie to everybody because it's not really on a moral level. It's just I'm not comfortable. I'm just uncomfortable the whole time. And it's not an enjoyable game, you know, if right. I'm anyway. So here's here's the here's the major question, right? Are Christians allowed to lie in games? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um What a fantastic question. It's really difficult. So let's start this. Let's just couch this a little bit and say you all need to read the Bible. End of for podcast. yourself, <laughs> for yourself, and you need to think on this question because our opinion is just an opinion, and we do our best to interpret and to live faithfully according to Scripture. Yeah, but we are not by any means like the be all end all authority on no. any of these questions. This mm. is just kind of how we navigate this. Um, so I wanted I looked up. You know, obviously, what does the Bible say about yeah. lying? It's bad. It's bad, Don't, right? You know, it's Did not good. So here are a couple of references. Here's an Old Testament one. This is from Proverbs chapter six, and this is part of that list of abominable sins. Yeah. Uh, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. I could sing a song about this if anybody wants me to. Could you really? I could. Oh, yes. I feel like it to. would be in a minor key. This is not a happy song. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood 
a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among his brother. That's the entire fascist party in Secret Hitler. It really just... is. It really is. <laughs> um, but, I mean, lying is mentioned twice in that one. Yeah. Um. And that specifically, uh, from the New Testament, we have Ephesians 4.25 that says, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. So that's specifically like church related. Sure. You know, with Christian brothers and sisters. So lie to the world. It's fine. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't do that. <laughs> I think that's the opposite of where we're going. Um, and there are like a billion, not a billion, there are many, 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 many references that you could find in the Bible that talk about speaking truthfully, yeah. about not lying, about bearing false witness, about, you know, it was, Proverbs is full of, you know, lying tongue and the principle yeah. that people who are liars, it is not good for them. It's not good. Well, you also have, you know, Kind of in that vein as well. You have, you know, the, the devil who's talked about being the father of lies. Mm -hmm. um, you have, you know, son of the devil, Jesus himself, who is the way, the truth, mm -hmm. and the life. Mm -hmm. And so, like, so you, you, truth and lies yeah. contrasted. Like, you got you got your your Jedi's over here, and you got your Sith over. Absolutely, here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you you start to see really things start to get categorized mm -hmm. in two different areas. And um, in gaming, I think that it still falls that way. Sheriff of Nottingham kind of upsets the apple cart a little bit because the whole story of Robin Hood is stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, doing doing the, the wrong things for the money. right reasons, you know, kind of a deal. Um, but I, I think in in most of these things, it's like even in like Among Us, which is the hotness right now, the imposter as the bad guy. Like, uh -huh. you know, in in Secret Hitler, the fascists are they're the bad guys, you yeah. know, like it's it, deception is not painted in a great light. And even if you're playing like like a war game or whatever, something that has like massive amounts of diplomacy, like, you know, T.I. or what something like, like that, like Big Brother and Survivor and stuff. That is not a game. That's <laughs> it is real a game. life. You got to play the game. That is real life. <laughs> Um, but no, like, like seriously, I mean, people, people understand that when you're, when you cross a line of sleuthiness, like even if you did it for quote unquote, the right reasons, it, that was bad. Well, I mean, the right reasons you say, quote unquote, the Heavy right reasons. Quote, yeah. That's one of the things that I wanted to talk about mm -hmm. was that there are also some examples of lying in the Bible where... It isn't, it, God actually is like, yeah, that was fine. And why is that? And those are some of the hardest, you know, people come yeah. to you with this question and are like, uh, wait, or do we lie or do we not? And then it's always this question of like, if we end up as the persecuted church and somebody comes to you and you're hiding people and they, and they tell you like, are you allowed to lie about it? Yeah. And I think I used to lean no and I kind of lean yes now. And just because here are the two examples that I specifically thought of. I, oh, know that you, I know that you want to give those examples now, but if we give them now, maybe they won't come back for the next segment. 
So oh, let's we... save those oh. for the next segment. Uh, teaser. Yeah, and we're, we're going to talk uh, not only about those those couple of spots that we found in Scripture where um, lying was actually honored by God. Um, it was something that was had a little green check mark from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ next to it, uh, but also kind of the bigger the bigger scheme of things where it's maybe it's not the the act of the lying, but maybe it's the intent behind why you do what you do. Um, mm-hmm. We've all seen Aladdin. Now you have. Now we have all seen Aladdin. Yep. Where, what? Because what? like that movie starts out with him stealing bread because oh. he's this you know street rat. Street rat. <laughs> yes. Um, and he needs to eat, and mm-hmm. he you know ends up feeding his his little monkey friend, and you know like they're it's it's very nuanced. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't want to say that, you know, hey, it's okay, just go ahead and lie, just do all your things. But we are going to, to raise some counterpoints um, to it um, and uh, even look back into gaming. We're going to look at scriptures, then we're going to come back and look at actual, like, Christians lying and deceiving in games and um, maybe kind of challenge some of your views. Again, understanding that Church Nerds is not a definitive answer on any of these things. Um, and we probably still have a lot to learn um, as far as you know, living, living the Christian life to its fullest um, in a, a fairly secular uh, you know, place, gaming mm-hmm. and video games and stuff like that. But I think it's an interesting conversation to have. I'm excited to do that. We're gonna take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about that. We're gonna talk about biblical examples of people of God lying. Mm. Um, and uh, we're also going to talk about the intent behind the lies that followers of God may tell at any given moment. So stick right here for some of that juicy content <laughs> <laughs> right here on LTN Radio. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180. On LTN Radio. So for the past two weeks, my youth group has been playing a live-action version of the game Among Us. I'll be doing administrative stuff in the building, and I'll hear a flock of running preteens scream, emergency meeting, as they fly past the door. Or I'll see a kid come around a corner screaming, dead body! Which, you know, is not something you ever really get used to when you work in a church building. But uh, it's okay. They have a great time. And, you know, they walk around making side eyes at each other saying, you're sus. And it's fun. It's dumb. It's a good connecting activity for them. And I'm really grateful for it. I've never actually even played the game. I've downloaded it. But my life isn't in the place right now where I've got time to play online games on my phone other than Pokemon Go. But anyway, one of the things that really stood out to me about this, though, is the fact that this is something we actually deal with in the Christian church on a regular basis. The fact that there are people among us as believers who are imposters. Um, And sometimes imposters are people that are intentionally deceiving others. And sometimes imposters are people that are just straight up deceiving themselves. But the reality is we need to be cautious of how we respond to others and actually look for the fruit in their lives and not just trust a label or presence. 
In Matthew 7, 21 through 23, it says this, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I'll tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. The fact is that there are people who think they are where they belong in their relationship with God and they're not. I can say for a fact, I have done major damage in my life by trusting people who I thought were believers simply because they use that name and I put myself in bad situations. I've been hurt. I've been wounded. But what I can tell you is this. We need to not only use discernment, but we need to make sure we are living out lives where we're not imposters ourselves. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Radio Morning Show, only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about what Faith and Fandom does, you can head over to our Facebook page where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, memes, podcasts, and the seven books that are currently out in our Faith and Fandom book series. I'm Hector Mirai, and thanks for sharing 180 seconds of your day. Welcome back to Church Nerds, and if you're just now tuning in on LTN Radio or the Live 365 app, uh, anywhere else that you listen to us, hey, welcome. Um, If you're just now tuning in, in the last segment, we talked about deception in gaming and really what the Bible has to say about lying in general. And if you missed it, generally speaking, uh, spoiler alert, the the Bible's pretty clear that just to not to. Mm -hmm. Um, Not, Not a good idea. We... Literally 20 seconds ago, maybe 30 seconds ago, we were like talking through some of these things and Anna's just like pointing at the recorder and she's like, push the record <laughs> button, we'll just save it for the podcast. Yeah. Um, because we're we're legitimately working through these things. This That's is true. This is not a topic that we have sat down and lamented over and thought long and hard Spoken about. Spoken to our favorite biblical scholars. None of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't think Spurgeon has talked about deception in games so it's like we're having to work through these things and i'm excited for you all to be on that journey with us because i i want to hear what you say um i don't know that we you and i anna are even going to reach a definitive point by the end of this conversation we have you know 18 minutes and 40 seconds left in this segment it's just not enough time uh-huh. I think this is this is a deeply spiritual, deeply theological, deeply philosophical idea that needs to be chewed on, needs to be, you know, uh, it needs to ferment a little bit. That Ugh. was a, why did you, come on, man. <laughs> Fermentation Ferment? doesn't have to be bad. It needs to age. Ruminate, perhaps. I was going to use ruminate and I didn't think that it was a word. It is a word. But um, since you said it. I don't like ferment. That just yeah, is fine. gross. <laughs> a lot of good things come from fermentation. I mean, yes, in general, fermentation's okay, but hey, this yuck. is not the fermentation yuck. podcast. No. Um, so <laughs> Take this your com- kombucha somewhere else. <laughs> We're not doing kombucha. Gross. <laughs> this segment, we wanted to talk a little bit about the nuances of this biblical command to not lie. Um, so because that there is an abundance of references admonishing us to put lying away, um, to speak truthfully and to bear really faithful witness, um, 
there are a couple of confusing passages in Scripture that have been known to stir a little bit of the pot and to kind of bubble controversy up. And we want to talk about those for just a second um, and then come back to the original question from Luke, um, not the uh, the gospel of, but no, the friend not of. Dr. Luke. Oh, Dr. Luke. Dr. Philippiak. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about is lying in games good, bad, or somehow redeemable? Mm-hmm. So there were two examples, and and there are a couple of other ones beside, like beyond this, but th- these were the two that came to my mind when I think about people who lied, and then God was like, but you're still good. Um, the first one was actually a, a pair of people um, in Exodus chapter one. Uh, we most of us probably know the story of uh, Moses in the basket, you know, floating on the Nile. So, you know, prior to that, the the Israelites have been uh, multiplying like like flies or rabbits or something yeah. in in Egypt. It has gotten to the point that the government in Egypt is worried about an overthrow um, because there are so many of them and they're kind of strong because yeah. they've been uh, in slave labor <laughs> yeah. and all this stuff. And they're like, it's they're getting jacked. this is getting a little scary because if they decide to fight back, we are just, you know, yep. you know what? Put it on your Dunzo list. <laughs> And so, so um, the the decision that that uh, Pharaoh makes is, well, hey, let's just do a population control technique. Um, kill the boys, kill all the baby boys, because then they're gonna they're gonna increase less rapidly, mm-hmm. and the ones that are left are going to be the weaker, you know, like physically yeah. less dominant, you know, kind of. And I'm I'm not making any statements, but this is thousands this is of years ago. Yeah. So uh, he goes, I don't know why he made this decision. He goes to the midwives of the Hebrew women and is like, hey, kill your own people, basically. You know, hmm. I don't know why he thought that would work, but he did. So just um, said he was Pharaoh, didn't say he was smart. <laughs> Apparently not. So their names, they have kind of some funny names. I'm going to name our next daughter uh, after these women. No. Well, yeah, absolutely. Shifra, Go ahead. Shifra and Pua. Not going to be a next daughter, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's why I said I could say. Um, he goes to them and says, as they're, as they're birthing, kill the boys. And they're like, okay. And then they do not. They do not do that. Um, they make the decision to let the boys live. Mm-hmm. And he comes to them and is like, uh, hey, I thought you said that you were gonna, you were gonna kill these babies, and um, they say they they feed him a line, which whether it's true or not is like I don't really know. Maybe it is true, but it seems slightly deceptive. They're like, oh man, you know what? These Hebrew women are just not like Egyptian women. They just give birth so fast that we can barely get there, so we can't kill them. Uh, you know, sorry. And, um, so then he decides to take it into his own hands and like put it in the hands of the people like, then kill your neighbors if they have baby boys or whatever. Um, but what it says that God does not punishment, but a punishment, he doesn't punishment them. Mm. (laughs) 
God does not punish me. He doesn't punish them. It actually says, so God dealt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and grew very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families, which was like a big, big blessing, actually. And then the second uh, example is Rahab, Mm. our favorite uh, prostitute of the Old Testament. Bless up. Um, she really turned her life around that Rahab. She surely did. Uh, she houses spies, uh, Hebrew spies, uh, who are being sought out by the guard of Jericho. Um, and she straight up lied. This one, she <laughs> oh, yeah. for sure is a lie. Yeah. Uh, they have, the whole city has been told that they need to watch out for these guys. Uh, she knows that. Um, basically these guys, like God is with them mm-hmm. and to be, to, to choose to side against them would be dangerous for her and her, fr- for her family and her city indeed. Yeah. Uh, so it says the King of Jericho sent to Rahab saying, bring out the men who've come to you who entered your house. Cause they had like tailed them. We got them on security camera. <laughs> we know that they're in there mm-hmm. for they have come to search out all the land, but the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, True. The men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hidden them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in in order on the roof. Uh, so... It's a very blatant lie. I mean, complete, yeah. That's not like, uh, what's that? Uh, Spies? Never heard of her. You know, (laughs) it's like, oh, they did come, but... Now they did not come. I don't. <laughs> In fact, they're far away yeah. from here. You better leave. <laughs> can look out my window. I barely see him in the distance. I think I heard your mom calling yeah. you. <laughs> uh, so why did, how come these women were able to tell lies and God chose to actually reward them? Because if you follow Rahab's story, she's the only one who gets rescued from Jericho when the walls come tumbling down. Yeah. Um, they've already sent in a rescue mission to pull her and her entire family. And I think, don't quote me on this, I think she ends up like in the line of Jesus. I think she does. Yeah. Um, and so God actually goes the opposite direction and is like, you're awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, well done. Good looking out. Yes. <laughs> so what's the difference? I think the answer is motive because, I mean, even to, we don't have this in the notes, but in a, in a stark contrast, you've got David, King David, mm-hmm. and, you know, Uriah and Bathsheba and that whole deal. And it's just like, David's trying to cover his tracks. Like and this self-justification, is, yes, self-justification. This is, this is a man who the Bible says is a man after God's own heart. Like th- that's what's ultimately said about him. He's a you know father of the faith and you know, all that stuff. Also in Jesus' lineage. Absolutely. But that was one time where like, this is God's guy. And it's like, it is not going to end well for you, David. This yeah. was not an honorable thing. You did it, your motive for lying was to cover your own tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's just not. I think personally, um, and I, I, I can really make a strong argument for this probably outside of this podcast because it's a longer thought process, but I think that it has a lot to do with intent and motive um, mm-hmm. on things being self-serving. 
Right. There's like there's a difference between just being fiery mad at something and then being righteously indignant. Like how can Jesus be angry and not sin? But I have a very hard time doing that. <laughs> I feel like every time I'm mad, I'm like, whoops, uh-huh. my bad, Jesus. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because like, like, what, what is making us angry most of the time? But is... Jesus can walk through the temple and the outer courts and stuff like that. and like With a whip. Bra- he had braided the whip. Sure. That yeah. takes time. Yep. You know, I mean, think of all the YouTube videos you had to watch to learn how to braid the Where whip. It's like, I mean, that's kind of violent. I mean, he's flipping tables. He's cracking that whip. I'm like that's like if I do that, like I'm I'm ending up You're on the I'm on arrested. the internet. You're yeah, arrested. absolutely. Um, uh-huh. But I th- so I don't necessarily think that it is the act. I think that it is the intent. Mm-hmm. Um, major caveat here: um, disclaimer, all that stuff. <clears throat> I'm, church nerds, love thy nerd is not giving you just free agency to go and lie to people because you're lying in the name of the Lord. Um, that's not it. No. I think that even even what you talked about earlier, Anna, of like if you are a part of the persecuted church um, and somebody comes up and asks you, do you believe in God? I think that there are times where the answer is yes. Oh, yes, I do. I was, that, wasn't, that wasn't the question though. What was not, the question? Not do you believe in God? Because I think the answer should always be I mean, I I think I would need to answer yes to that. Right. If you're hiding somebody. Oh, if you're hiding somebody. (laughs) Like a Rahab situation. Yeah. You're hiding somebody and they're trying to get information about you or about them. Right. And it's costing multiple lives and, you know, the mission and the the spreading of the kingdom and, you know, all these different things. Because I think that's one of the things, too, that you see with Rahab and with the, the midwives is... They're saving lives in yeah. what they're doing. Well, they're not just saving lives, but they're also advancing the will of God. Mm-hmm. And so, like, these are things that he specifically has said, we are doing this. Mm-hmm. This is something that I want to to be done. And you can either get on board or you can mm-hmm. get out of the you're way. You're either standing in the way of his promise to his people or Absolutely. you're on board with it. Yeah. Now, God can move in and out of any situation that he wants to. And he shows all throughout scripture that he can and he will. But... I think that where the nuance comes in and it deals with something that we haven't talked about yet, and that's discernment. Mm-hmm. So we, um, uh, you know, as you know, post post Christ death and resurrection uh, Christians, we have we have the beauty and the privilege of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I was actually just talking about this with somebody, and you know, I'm still in conversation with somebody uh, even now about you know w- when. When do I get the gift of discernment? And I'm like, well, that's an interesting question because I th- I think that it comes with the Holy Spirit, but I don't think that it's it's you know quote unquote uh, unlocked achievement unlocked sure. you know immediately. It's like oh, I am discerning. Yeah, it's like I think it comes with time and and learning and understanding to be able to say. Mm, like you have it, you just don't know how to use it. Yeah, like th- this this is something that that God doesn't stand for. That's discernment, you know, to be mm-hmm. able to look at a situation or a person or something and say, this is not what God wants. Because most of the time our discernment, it doesn't, it's easy. A oh, lot of yeah. the times it's easy, but then there are these few yeah. times where it can be very difficult. 
um, much less common, much less common to have those moments. So maybe start on the easy stuff. Well, first. so so that's what I'm like coming coming back to this, right? Like mm-hmm. back back to the the gaming question. I think in the right context, uh, you know, in a, in a controlled environment, as it were, um, you can create these times where you start to practice discernment in very safe ways. Secret Hitler, Sheriff in Nottingham, stuff like that. Like you can you can start to to learn and read people and things and situations in ways that kind of help you flex that muscle a little bit. Because I do think, I truly believe that it's something that has to be developed by each and every person. Just because you and I are husband and wife and, you know, spiritually one flesh does not mean that because you're amazingly, you know, discerning that I am. A lot of times I have to look at you and go, hey, what do you think about this? I have this idea. I think this might be right, but I, I need you to yay or nay me on this. Um, and we go back and forth both ways on that. But I do, I feel like in gaming, not that everything needs to be some, you know, big, massive spiritual awakening or whatever, but I, I think that that can be a positive that's drawn out of playing, you know, games that incorporate lying or deception or whatever. Um, well, and I mean, there's also kind of, we have to figure out what, what, what's the, what's the motivation in whatever game, because it's, it can be different from game to game. What's the motivation behind lying? Yeah. You know, in Secret Hitler, you don't get to choose your identity. No. You are assigned one. And you, you know, like your whole team's success is riding on <laughs> your ability to yep. deceive other people. Absolutely. Um, and, and we were like, it's you, everybody wants to win. So obviously that's self-serving, you know, but we were, we were like, well, how... When when we have game nights, could you argue that um, this playing Secret Hitler together is like a community building thing because like they want to play this game together? Yeah, they have a lot of fun. Not everybody does. And the people no. who don't want to, they just bow they out. They just don't. They just don't do it. Um, but we haven't seen it be actually detrimental to like our group dynamic or the trust that anyone yeah. has for one another or anything like that. Um because certainly if we did, we would shut that mess Oh, immediately. Down. We, we'd never, like, again, I mentioned at the top of the show, like, if if you have an issue with, like, specifically a game like Secret Hitler, like, even with just the premise of the subject matter of the mm-hmm. game, it's not going to be fun for you. Mm-mm. And so, like, okay, we're not, we will just not play that game. Yep. Yep. That's yep. fine. Because our, what we don't want to do is just alienate you because you don't want to do the thing that we want to do. Right. That's not what it's about. It's, it, it is truly about, about playing games with people that you, you love or that you could potentially love or mm-hmm. you want to build relationships and do stuff like that. When we play games, it's very intentional. A mm-hmm. lot of times, like I even, I even struggle with, you know, when people invite us over, I'm like, I feel like they want me to bring a game. Like, just because because you're I'm the, the game, game guy, I'm game bro, right? Yeah, you're the pusher, and you're so the game like pusher. I I'll bring a game, and then I will never bring it up. Yeah, well, yeah. We've brought because stacks like, of games to if, places before and not played a single one. Because it's like 
We wouldn't want to not have it if they really want to play a game, but also bringing a game doesn't mean that we have to play a game because we are totally cool. Just We're really out. good at just talking for hours, so I obviously. I have several podcasts that I'm part of. <laughs> well, okay, so this is, we're running out of time. Yeah, let's and land this the, is plane. The, last, the last little bit here that I wanted to talk about, which is, can there be a line? Is there mm-hmm. is there a, a case or like where it might actually be detrimental to a Christian um, to to be lying in games? Because, right. uh, you know, obviously this is not a universal one size fits all answer. Sure. So I think the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, there uh, is like, a line. <laughs> I think it's a didoy. But it's not. But it may not be a clear one size fits all it's the same for everybody line though no so some instances i suppose of red flags maybe don't maybe don't do it in these in these instances what would you say i would say a massive red flag is if you're getting together with your gaming group and they or somebody in the group only ever wants to play that one game where the they just game. lie to each other. Because for for the good that I think can come out of that, I think if it's the only thing that you play, all you're learning is how to deceive the people at the table. Mm-hmm. Th- there becomes a point where the you, you're out of the good and mm-hmm. you're just into the bad. It's like, I really love this because I love it when he thinks that I'm secret right. Hitler. This has like, gone from like just a fun game to like actual practice yes. and reinforcing of a habit kind of thing. Yeah. So we even don't play that every time. No. And we get a lot of requests for it because it is crazy amounts of fun to play when we're just Sometimes yelling at each other. Sometimes we just throw burritos at each we other do instead. throw, throw, burrito. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're all about you know hurting our game group, whether it's you know spiritually, emotionally, or physically. Um, but I, I think that- You that, will leave changed. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do feel like that is, is a massive red flag. If it's the only thing that people want to do, is just sit around and lie to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that there's a focus shift that needs to happen. Um, and it may be that people don't even understand. That may not be in the intent, but I think that over time that that's what will happen. Now that's... I mean, I, it's the same concept as like friends who, when they're together, all they ever do is argue and debate. Yeah, or Where gossip like, or whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, the intent is not malicious, but over time it becomes toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think too, one of the, there were a couple of things I thought one of them was like me, as I mentioned that God had kind of convicted me about this very thing. And it was like, I needed, I needed to learn to be more forthcoming and more truthful. And if you're going through that journey where, you know, the Holy Spirit is trying to reinforce truthfulness in your life. Maybe don't yeah. until you have really learned that lesson or, you know, that's kind of like um, food or alcohol or any other kind of different thing that different people are at different places yeah. or shopping even, you know, yeah. like all, all kinds of stuff. You might be in a place where you're dealing with some sin issues personally and it might not be a good idea. So just don't. You can uh, sit out and observe or, or whatever. Yeah. And I honestly just know your know your own self. 
Mm-hmm. Um, don't let anybody bully you into playing a game yeah. or whatever. If it feels icky, don't play don't it. Don't do it. Don't play it. We have a follow-up question to this that we're not going to be able to get to, but just to kind of tease you, maybe we'll just go ahead and say we'll talk about this next week mm-hmm. and we'll have some time to, to play with this. But this kind of feeds into like playing evil or bad characters uh-huh. in like RPGs or video games or anything like that. Um, you know, is is that something that a Christian should or could do? So, mm-hmm. I, I, again, it's just all about where is your line? Um, and I can't draw that line for other people. I mean, I can point to Scripture. Other people can point to Scripture looking at me and going, Bubba, you're way over the line. And I'm like, well, but that's just not I'm – not, I'm not. I'm not sinning in this because it's not causing me to do the things that it's causing you to do. Right. You know, so I don't want to create – unnecessary and undue nuance in scripture. No. But it is there in certain areas. And I think that this is kind of one of them where there are things to be learned and and done, you know, if you're not sitting there and, you know, you're not recreating Genesis chapter three in every single, you know, instance that you have when you're, you know, telling the lie. It goes back to like the whole thing, like, well, what about the white lies? Like you know, right. when, when, hey, just, oh, Does no, this dress make me look fat? Or I don't know if there's a birthday party for you. Know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's right? like I have been a part of like circles of people. And if you are this person, I'm not talking down to you. But like they're they're like, you don't you, you don't tell you do any it. lies. You cannot do that. You know, and yeah. it's, it's like I'm going to let you decide. I'm uh-huh. not going to tell you yay or nay, but I'm going to let you decide. If you feel icky, don't right. do it. And I think, you know, the final thing that I'm going to say before we take our break is there there is um, we've talked before about relational congruence, I think, Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like we are the we are the same person in our game circle, in our church pew, in our, you know, in our job or wherever we are. We we need to be faithful to our character. Yeah. And so integrity. If you if you. There are while there are some games that are specifically designed yeah. around the mechanic of lying, um, sometimes things can go too far, and you can see people's character come out. And I was mentioning like this <laughs> yeah. episode of Big Brother that we saw one time where this guy, you know, in the name of playing the game to get I don't know whatever the money yeah. that they get at the end or something, he swears at one point on his grandmother's. Everything. wedding ring yeah. so i don't know so it was something deeply personal and uh and and people believed him and yeah. then when it turned out that he was lying everybody was kind of like that guy is scary and the worst because yeah. who would even that's just too far it's just too far yeah, too far and um if you find yourself either lying in situations where you don't need to lie in a game yeah um or just going to these extreme lengths, it's it's a game. It's a game. It is a game. It's a and game. So if you find yourself needing to to go to these extreme lengths to be yeah. believed, there's two things. Like, number one, you need to check that competitiveness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and number two, you know, your own integrity. Yeah. Because if you were willing to do that in a game, what does your actual life look like? Yeah, where does it, it If it's a stop? promotion yeah. at, at work on the line or something like that, would you be willing to do those kinds of things in real life? So, you know, there's kind of... Uh. I think at the end of the day, as a, as a Christian, because that's really where 
we're attacking this this topic um, is from a Christian standpoint, a Christian worldview. Um, is if this is something that's going to legitimately harm your witness, mm-hmm. just freaking don't. Mm-hmm. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Like if you're such a good liar that people never ever know, um, then just don't. Don't. Do you it. probably should stay away from this because yep. what we don't want is the most important truth that we could ever share with somebody, and that is the love and hope and acceptance of Jesus Christ. If you share that with somebody who was in your game group and they're like, I don't know if you're secret Hitler and me right like, now, or... I know you're a really convincing person. Am I just being... Am yeah. I being hoodwinked somehow or Absolutely. manipulated or So, you know, whatever. I mean, maybe something to do is, I again, if this weirds you out or this is an unnecessary concession, then just don't do it. But to start off these games going, hey, love everybody here. This For us, like, hey, this is life group. I just want to let you know. Um, the whole point of this game is if you are on this side to convince people on the other side that you're not that thing. Okay. We love each other. We're not going out to just blatantly lie at each other and all sorts of stuff. But it's like, hey, in the nature, in the spirit of this game, in this context, we are all agreeing that this is what we're doing and that we're not going to take these tactics out into our day-to-day lives because our life group specifically, we'd say all the time, we are doing life together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want our life to be built on something that is deception um, or deceiving in any way. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you I love you, I don't want you to think that I have some nefarious, um, you know, desire or you know, idea behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no ill intent. I don't want you to be questioning everything. So I think you need to find that line mm-hmm. for yourself and for your group and and whatever. So we went a little over. Sorry, not sorry. Um, because yeah. again, we. Barely skipped across the surface of this thing. Yeah, yeah. But we want to hear from you. So make sure that you hit us up on Twitter, at ChurchNerdsLTN. Let us know what you think. Do you Uh agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Share your experiences. Absolutely. Do you have other scriptures that back up the way that you feel one way or the other? Um, And carry this conversation out into your groups, your gaming groups, if you're a believer um, or, you know, just your, you know, life group or whatever, if you're a non-gamer, like have these discussions, because I think that these are things that the early church would talk about had they come up. Um, hey, we're all kind of playing secret Hitler and Jesus kind of said not to lie, you know, kind of a deal. Um, so like, I, I think that these are things that, you know, we can work uh, out our salvation and fear and trembling and iron meat, sharp and iron. Meat is at the market super cheap that has been, uh, Offered to idols. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we don't have a lot of money. Yeah. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, it was mm-hmm. okay. Um, but like, I, I want you to have these conversations, and that's why we bring them up here. Mm-hmm. But we are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have our nerdy recommendation of the day and also our Church Nerds memory verse right mm-hmm. here on LTN Radio. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie. 
and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Tiger Uppercut! Welcome back to Church Nerds here on LTN Radio, and we're going to close out the show with our nerdy recommendation, as we always do, and I couldn't think of a better nerdy recommendation. Could you? Well, I could. I didn't choose Secret Hitler, (laughs) so there's that, but I did choose Secret Neighbor, the party game. A lying game. It is a lying game. Is that a stance? Are you taking a stance, sir? I had kind of already taken a stance at the beginning. Um, but this uh, this is actually a game that you may or may not have played if you're a nerd. Um, it's on Xbox Game Pass right now. There are two oh. video games. That's Hello Neighbor. And then there's another one that's Secret Neighbor. So there's a board game and a an el- yeah, so, electronic so this, variety. This is a card game that's based on the tiny build video game. Um, Arcane Wonders is the the people that are developing this for uh, for tabletop use, but it, it works a lot like Mafia, works a lot like Secret Hitler. Um, you're, you're kids, you're trying to open locks to get out of your creepy neighbor's house. Um, super weird premise, but hey, it's Spooptober. You're welcome. <laughs> it is kind of creepy. Yeah. But so you've got... You, you've got a set of good guys and you've got a set of bad guys and going into the game, you really don't know who's who. No, it's one of those hidden, um, you know, hidden uh, identity games. Um, mm-hmm. And then you're like collecting cards throughout and you're, you're trying to convince people, like we talked about earlier, that you are or are not a kid. Um, and well, I take that back. You're always trying to, vin- to convince people that you're a kid. Mm-hmm. unless you're the secret neighbor, in which case you're the only person that knows anything that's going on in the game. Everybody else had their eyes closed during the opening mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. and you know who the other neighbor or neighbors are. So you're trying to convince them that you're on the same team. You're trying to convince the neighbors that you're yes. on the same team, but like yes. covertly. But at the same time, secret neighbors wink, the hardest. Wink, wink. That's who I was when we played Adele Tankon. You're trying to you're trying to actively convince the kids you're a kid and the neighbors you're a neighbor, mm-hmm. um, so that you gain the trust of both parties. That's that is hard. It sucks. It's not fun, but it's f- so much fun. Um, it doesn't sound fun to me because again, I just struggle with these types of games. But there are people who love them. Oh yeah. It just is oh, a different yeah. kind of thrill, I guess. I don't know. Well, I would say go and check them out. And uh, that's um, Hello Neighbor, the secret neighbor party game. Um, it's fun if you're into that kind of thing. I can't actually wait to play with, with our life group. Maybe they, oh. they would enjoy that. Um, yeah. But also kind of a, a, a both and if you have Xbox Game Pass, which I'm just going to say this is the best deal, the absolute best deal in gaming today. Day. Um, if you have that, you have Hello Neighbor and Secret Neighbor that you can play on your Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also part of uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC. I can't be for sure, but I do know that it's on um, Xbox. And if you want to play, just let me know. 
Um, and uh, I, I'd love to play with you. I'm going to try and get some people together from LTN to play on, on the video game, and we can go from there. We also have a Church Nerds memory verse. We do. Yes, we do. Well, um, I thought it was appropriate uh, to, to, to words. Two words? I, I can't words today. My friend Inapp. <laughs> my friend Inappro drives a Prius. Yeah. <laughs> to just use the words of Jesus on this one. This is actually from the Sermon on the Mount, where we're just kind of learning about the types of people we need to be. Uh, and he says, let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil, which sounds kind of counterintuitive <laughs> after we have had this whole discussion. But we just want to encourage people that in general, we need to be faithful people yes. who are trustworthy and that people, <laughs> if people are having a hard time knowing whether they can believe you or not, you need to step back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this, because this, that's the kind of person that we need to be. Yeah. Blind's bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just kind of file that one back. Uh huh. Well, Hey, she, <clears throat> Hey, that's my thing. Not being able to talk. <laughs> sorry. I was taking a sip of coffee and it just didn't go well. So sorry for your ears. Let's try this again. Hey, be sure to check us out at lovethynerd.com online for amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show and other podcasts and videos. And if you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible. And if those letters and numbers mean anything to you, then cool. Talk to me. If they don't, don't worry about it. It's really not important. You probably are in the same tax bracket that Anna and I are, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we are also full-time missionaries, Anna and I, with Love Thy Nerd. And if you would like to directly support our mission, then you can go to lovethynerd.com slash Bubba for more information. And I would absolutely love to talk to you more about nerd culture missions and what it means to positively affect this industry with the love of Jesus Christ. Um, love thy nerd. You can also choose us as your charity of choice on Amazon. Just go to smile.amazon.com and that's going to give LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no extra cost to you. And I hope, beyond hope, that today, currently when we're recording this, it's like Prime Day 2. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people ask me, hey, bub, what'd you get for Prime Day? I was like, nothing. Nothing. Zero. I haven't even looked. I'm I trying haven't to, even looked. I'm trying to raise funds, not spend funds. That's, yeah. that's the season yeah. of life I'm in. It's weird for me, but I'm here. <laughs> um, but if you are shopping on Amazon, just remember, smile.amazon.com and make sure to choose just, Love Thy Nerd yeah. as your charity of choice. Buy your toilet paper there. Buy I think your, we're past that. As many groceries as you can. Just get it all on Amazon and select us. We yeah. can't even buy groceries on Amazon. <laughs> it depends. Depends on what it is. You can get depends. You can get depends. Yeah. Yes. Also, there is one specific thing that I cannot find in the grocery store and can only find on Amazon, and that's the foamy soap. Oh, yeah. Like the foaming soap dispenser soap. Cannot find it at my grocery store. Hmm. And so I have to order those bad boys. Uh, I don't... I could. We could use regular soap, but I'm don't, like... Well, hey, no. let's not... <laughs> 
I don't want to. I uh, just want the foamy soap. Yeah, we're not a monster, okay? We're not using... And I'm too cheap for Bed Bath & Beyond soap, so... But we do have Bed Bath & Beyond soap because somebody oh, yeah, gave us do. some. We do, And yeah. it's really funny because I always want to use the girly black cherry look, one. There's obviously one that's like a, a more masculine... It smells like Amber Crombie and Fitch. Amber Crombie? Yeah. It smells um, like Amber Crombie and Fitch. Hamburger Crombies and Finches. It does. When I smelled it, I was like, I feel like I'm walking through a mall right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like the one in the purple bottle that smells like fruit. So it, it, it's a black cherry. And I think honestly, this is not what we need to be talking about right now, but I got to get fine. this. I got to get it's off fine. my chest. So I, I like to use the girly one. It, uh-huh. I think that that's a normal response. All right. If you wanted to use the guy one, I think that that's a normal response too, because I'm the one that's having to smell it. It's on my hands all over the place. I don't want to smell a dude. I, don't, I want to smell the. But don't you want to smell just manly? I I don't, I don't want. To, I also choose the purple bottle. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> sometimes Does that make me see. Sometimes your own logic. sometimes I use I use the dude bro one. Okay, and then even Nene's like, "Ooh, daddy," yeah. you know, and I'm like, "I'm switching back." You know. It's, <laughs> It's very strong. Yeah. It is very strong. It yeah. is very strong. My sister would hate it. Yeah. We got to get that out of here before she... Uh, oh, they're coming. Yeah. Comes to our house. <laughs> uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Yeah. Um, so just smile at Amazon.com if you're yeah. getting all that uh, sissy frou stuff. <laughs> you can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And as always, right here on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning. And as well, online at LTNOnAir.com. Don't forget to check us out, Church Nerds, on Twitter, at ChurchNerdsLTN. Tweet us with your questions. Let's go. This was perfect. Thank you so much. We probably wouldn't have got here for a long time because it was so difficult. We we swing at the low-hanging fruit most most time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So We're lazy, I guess. S- stretch us. Help us to get better and encourage us and allow us... The, the time and the afford us the effort to dig deeper into these things. Um, you make us better. Uh, you are so beautiful to me. Is that the second time you've sang on this episode? You see? Okay. Uh, yeah, at least, yeah. I mean, I like to sing. Uh, I um, used to sing all the. I felt like we don't every, sing a every lot once in a while. That's every bad. Once in a while. We're actually really good, good singers. That's not a that's not a, a toot of a horn, but we're. We're, we're so we're we're absolutely Deeps. decent yeah yeah okay there we go uh well hey once again i'm bubba i'm anna and we'll catch you next week on another episode of church nerds and as always if no one else tells you this remember it's true jesus loves you nerds